0: Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central.
1: Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs, and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you, you need. Your Tech Life, with Trevor Long.
0: Well, hello, thank you for downloading, thank you for listening. This is episode 257. Dear Lord, time flies, doesn't it? Eh? Time flies when you're having fun. Um, thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation GPS Technologies, I'll uh, pick a product and tell you about them a little later, but my goodness me, I may need to cut the intro short. I think we're going to cross the hour here today, um, you know I like to be consistent, but I don't want to deprive some of these people of their opportunity to talk, and if you've got a question about technology, a problem with technology, or you want to help one of my other callers with their technology questions or problems, just get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au, or you can call 1-800-157-157 if you're on Twitter. Um, and hello to the to the few who have uh, jumped on and, and when I've asked them where they found me or why they've joined, they, they say, I listen to the podcast. And I've said, well, it's about bloody time. I mean, seriously, if you listening to this podcast, you're learning about technology. Why aren't you on Twitter? I think it's very simple. Um it's a fun place. Come join us. And uh if you are there, at reply me, say good day, put at Trevor Long at the start of your tweet and tell me what you think. Be nice. I'll block you otherwise. Um and uh and let's have a chat. Um Heaps to talk about tonight, from network storage to microphones to headphones to the NBN from burning CDs to um data or restrictions, web restrictions to uh Um, Many other things. Plus, uh, I'm going to get back in touch with Joe, um, whose son um, we spoke about last week uh, has a cochlear implant and is looking for a set of headphones and was unable to use the Beats headphones because they're metal and it it meant the the magnetic um, part of the cochlear implant that that is on the scalp literally popped off and uh, stuck to the headphones, which was a slight inconvenience because it means you can't hear. So we'll follow up on that today. I want to celebrate Vodafone's 21st birthday in Australia, um, and look, there's a million other things to talk about. But to be honest, um, I'll cover a couple of those next week. I'll cover the Apple um, 5K Retina display next week. I've got one; it is stunning, and uh, and we'll talk about that. Plus, we'll talk about the new iPad and the and the prices. But I'll um, I'll give that a a little bit of a week of of review before I bring that to you next week. Um, so we'll cover those things next week Hey, okay? Here's what I'm going to do I'm going to write episode 258 on the next page Because yes, I use paper um, <laughs> For those things And uh, it is that simple I, I don't do much other than just write down a list of things I want to talk about And um, this is a good notepad, this one It's been through a lot of episodes um, I can scroll back, flip it over And work out exactly where that started At least episode 119 My goodness me, it does go back this book A lot of pages so it's all here we should auction this book it would be worthless to anyone but uh, more importantly if you've uh, got a question or a problem or anything about technology jump on the line jump on the email jump on the Twitter and uh, say good day. let's see if we can help you with your technology woes right here on Your Tech Life So here's the deal Vodafone turned 21 21 years in Australia and you know you get these things sent to you as a uh, Commentator, I don't say journalist, so you get a lot of stuff sent to you, and you know a lot of good stories you could write. Um, I don't write about everything I receive because I talk about most of it. But um, the, the Vodafone has a, quite a strong and an interesting history. But I didn't just want to write a story and just list it all. So here's what I did. And forgive me if you've read it already, but I wrote a speech. That's right. I took the uh, persona of of a parent. ...at a 21st birthday party. And I thought, well, what would a parent say? What would a parent say to Vodafone? So let's give it a well. Imagine, if you will, we are in a, at a beautiful exotic location. Um, family, friends, you know, employees of Vodafone. Lots of people around. And, you know, I'm, 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 the, I'm the parent. I'm speaking to the company as a whole. And, and this is, I think, broadly what, what a 21st speech for Vodafone might somewhat be like. Look, it's great to be here, celebrating your, your 21st alongside your family, the staff, um, and friends, the customers. And we're looking forward to a, a great big party. And they were celebrating that with uh, free international calls last weekend. So I know we we're all in party mode, but we almost lost you there a few years back. More on that a little later on, though. As a baby, you offered a simple 2G mobile service. Way back in 1993, with your first tower going live in Chatswood, September of that year. The idea of short message text service between customers was something exciting in 1996, which expanded, sending those same messages to people from other networks four years later. You were the first to launch a prepaid service, and the nipple, uh, sorry, the speech mark logo was updated in 2001. And when you added data with GPRS back in 2002, I'm not sure any of us could have foreseen what was to come. At the same time, it was great to see your name on the side of the Ferrari Formula One team. You didn't know them much at the time, but your partner today, Hutchison, launched its three network back in 2003, which took the data offering to a whole new level and gave us our first glimpse of video calling, which until then had just been the work of science fiction. Seeing your name on the uniforms of the Aussie cricket team became second nature for us all and starting in 2005, and then in 2007, that huge growth in mobile data usage happened with the launch of the iPhone. And While you're out slapping your logo on the side of the McLaren Formula One team, and then you had that fleeting affair with Crazy Johns, which lasted up until just recently, and then in 2009, you proposed to Hutchison, and you've been together ever since. Look, it'd be wrong of me, in all of our presence here, not to touch on your illness in 2010, Sure, the public and the media dubbed it voter fail, but your close friends knew something big was required. You needed a transplant. New management, new engineers, and a huge investment in the network, upgrading all your equipment, literally. You've really turned that around. Today, you've got a great network. It's reliable. It's fast. Sure, you don't get out to the bush like the other big guys, but, hey, <laughs> neither do most of us. Since then, Hutchison's dropped a surname. Three's gone. And you've been united A beautiful united couple with nothing but good intentions and great plans. You're employing Aussies in your call centre down in Harbart and that $5 a day roaming is something special. It seems clear you've got big plans. Not quite sure what you and Spotify have been cooking up on the weekends together, but I do hope it's something special. It's sad that not everyone could be here tonight to celebrate with you. You lost a lot of friends back in 2010, but over time they'll hear from your mates and that sentiment will change you'll just have to keep plugging away and doing the best you can. More than anything else, it's good to see you happy. It's great to have such a reliable and fast network and here's to another 21 years. It
2: might sound crazy when
0: All thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Sailor Navigation, GPS Technologies. The Vivo Fit is that cracking fitness band, $129 uh, recommended retail. Um, it's, a, it's a great looking band, has a screen on it which actually tells you your activity as it happens. And it's the fitness band that moves at the pace of your life. It learns your activity level and assigns you a personalized daily goal. So on the screen, it displays your steps, your calorie, your distance and monitors your sleep. Plus it shows you how far away from the goal that you are. Pairs with a heart rate monitor if you need one or have one. Has over a year of battery life. It's water resistant. And you can save, plan and share your progress at Garmin Connect. It's a great little device. One of the the best fitness uh, devices wearables on the market. Comes in a whole range of colours. I think there's about six different colours you can get. I won't name them because I'll get them wrong. But let's call them black, slate, green, blue, purple, red. Something like that. There'll be official uh, colours for them. Uh, you can check them out. Actually, no, look, I can see it here. Version. Yeah, Black, purple, teal, blue, slate, and red. I was close. Uh, and with, uh, with a heart rate monitor, it's $159. So, well worth checking out. Garmin.com.au. Thank you for listening. Thank you for getting in touch. If you want to get in touch yourself, go to the website, eftm.com.au, because really... The whole point is to help you and to get your thoughts and uh, and comments and questions about anything technology. Let's go back to the phones. day, Warren. G'day, Trevor.
3: How are you going? Good, mate. What can I do for you? Uh, well, I was listening to your podcast, as I do quite regularly, Thank all you, different mate. times of the day, but pretty much uh, in the morning when I'm walking the dog. Uh, but anyway, um, I was listening to the uh, caller, I think the name was Sue, whose son had um, a cochlear implant. Joe,
0: last week. And Joe, yes.
3: Yeah, Joe, that's right. And um, had the problem with the magnetic um, attachment attracted to the headphone band. Yep. It got me thinking about a product that you can buy, and it's called Sugru. Sugru, S-U-G-R-U, and it's 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 a putty-like substance that forms, dries into a rubber, and he could probably mould that around the metal part of the headband right. and therefore insulate it from the magnetic um, attachment on his cochlear implant.
0: So so you're saying because it will kind of shield the metal, so it'll create a, a buffer between the metal and the magnet?
3: Yes, yes. And he wouldn't have to compromise the quality of the... Uh, Beats uh, headphones.
0: Like how, how would it be like a huge amount of this putty around it or would it be a thin and would, and would it look silly? Yeah. I mean, you know, he's a he's no, a teenager, well, ain't going to want something that looks bad, is he?
3: <laughs> no, that's right. Well, the thing is, you can buy this stuff in all different colours. It comes right. in uh, red, yellow, blue, black and white. Yep. And you can buy it in various quantities in, in small packets or large packets. Right. Uh, if you just go to their their own named website, I'm on it you
0: know, now. So S U G R U S U G R U, yeah,
3: yeah, that's it. Yep, and um, and you can actually mould it so it looks like part of the apparatus that you're attaching it to. So it wow. actually looks quite smart.
2: Wow. Well, how did you um, come across if you this?
3: It, if you did it on both sides, then it looked like just part of the headphones. You
0: know. How did you come across it?
3: Uh, through the internet. Um, just, you know, one of these GIFMAG um, sites or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, a site not unlike yourselves that, yeah. that sort of covers all sorts of technology things. And,
0: and tell me, so and remind the, me, what did they suggest it was used for?
3: Well, yes, they're on the packet. They suggest that you, um, like on the packet, they've got, uh, an extension to, uh, a USB plug on the, um, lightning cable on the phone. Mm. So it strengthens where the cable goes into the plug.
2: Right.
3: Uh they've got attachments on ski poles so it conforms to your fingers a bit better. Huh. They've actually got some snow, uh, snow looks like climbing boots.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um they attach it to the leather to the to the boots itself. So rather you than know, being a, a
0: putty it it goes hard it becomes a a hard formed substance. It,
3: well it becomes rubber. Right. So not not hard, yeah. but it becomes pliable like rubber. So wow. it becomes it's it does set but it sets like rubber so you use it like putty. Yeah. But it sets like rubber, wow. so it doesn't become hard. Um, and so you can use it on the bottom of your sh- soldier shoes to fill a hole if you want. <laughs> um, and there's also sorts like thousands of uses for it. It's quite amazing stuff, wow. uh, and it's very it's very good. It's uh, it's well worth checking out.
0: Sugru, um, S-U-G-R-U. Man, I might get some myself. It just looks like one of those things that might be handy to have around.
3: Ah, uh, well, you'll be you know you'll be you'll be fixing all sorts of things for the kids, you know. Oh, that's um, very good all those, you know, and you could, you know, it's got, it's showing here. They've stuck it all around a little, a little uh, camera to oh. protect it from bumps and jumps and stuff. So the kids, the kids drop it.
2: Really?
3: Put it in the back of your shoe if you have got to just fill it out a bit. If your shoe's just a little bit too big. Um, oh, amazing! You can rebuild. It's got re- rebuild a knob on a on a, on a hot pot uh, cooker. You know, on a on a glass
0: cooker. Oh, of course, yes. And a lid.
3: Um, uh, you can put it around the tap, the garden tap. If you've got a bit of arthritis, it makes it a bit, bit easier to turn the tap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can mould it, and it's got it in the dishwasher. So it must be quite heat-resistant because they've got it on the inside rack of a dishwasher where a little bit of the, in, the little plastics come off and maybe the rack's starting to rust. You put this over the top of it and stops it rusting.
0: Bloody hell. What a cool product. Well, that is awesome, mate, because... Uh yeah, we're going to need a solution, unfortunately, because um, I think Joe wants his wants his son to have some good headphones. So, mate, that is excellent. Really good advice, mate. I really appreciate you reaching out and me know. S-U-G-R-U, whatever, however they pronounce
3: it. <laughs> yeah, Sugru, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, give it a go, and I think that'll solve the problem for it.
0: Good on you, Warren. Thank you so much, mate. Okay,
3: sure. Good, good on right. you,
0: mate, and thanks for getting Take in touch. Easy. You too, mate, and you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website eftm.com.au or go uh, call us on 1800 157
2: 157
0: Thank you for listening, thank you for downloading. Let's uh, keep cracking with calls. G'day, Bevan. Hello, how are you? Good, mate.
1: Excellent. got a bit of a question. Hit. The home theatre scenario, I've got my TV you I want to, rather than using my laptop which has got some stuff on it and plugging it in with an HDMI cable each time to try and get there. I'm trying to work out what's going to be the best option. I've never used a, a Mac, in a sense. I've got an iPhone, but I've never used a Mac. So there's yeah. a, a Mac Mini as an option. There's a Revo out there. There's all these other things like Raspberry Pi and all that sort of stuff using some sort of uh, other software. I just want something that's going to be basic. That can have some network-attached storage. What's your suggestion?
0: Wow. The Mac Mini is a very popular solution for this. Um so I've, I've seen a lot of people with them sitting under their um, under their TVs. Um, there are a couple of other kind of little tiny PCs. Um, the last one I remember is actually you remember the EPC that was that little kind of the first netbook we ever saw, and I think they yes. I think it's Asus they started making little little computers as well, which actually kind of stood up on a stand. Yes. Um, they were pretty cool um, because really the thing is they don't actually. If you're if you're running all, so you're saying all your video and content is going to be on a NAS on a network storage drive, yeah?
1: Yeah, that's it. I'm just going to get a couple of terabytes in that, and maybe even uh, there's a there's a new product out there which has got a nice big four terabytes on four single drives, and mm. you can put that in a radio array if you want to. But i was just trying to work out what your suggestions would be on the on the, the I, main driver.
0: I wonder um I wonder whether it's too risky to think about even like Chrome um you know those Chromebooks. And yeah. I've seen Chrome boxes as well. Um might be a bit risky. Might be a bit risky
1: actually. Um, no, but the thought that's going around in my mind would be Mac Mini running a VLC, I'm happy with that. Yeah. But, but have you have you seen much of the Revo?
0: The Revo, no, I haven't.
1: As it's in R E V O, yeah? Yeah it's an Asus Revo. So it's um oh, well, probably that's, the, that's, it's probably, probably the new, new version
0: know? of uh, of of what we're talking about with the with the e
1: box Mm.
0: Um, are they available in Australia?
1: I've seen them around for uh, probably a couple of hundred short of the um, the Mac Mini price, and that's why I'm sort of throwing it around. But I'm, I'm, I'm well, kind of leaning towards the, the Mac Mini in a because there's a couple of other features you can throw onto it as well, like a bit of Facebook on a 50-inch.
0: Yeah, and, and do you have an iTunes library, or, or is there any you know yeah, Apple integration?
1: I'm, I mean, FaceTime, not Facebook. Yeah, um, uh, I do have the iTunes library. Yes, we can do do that as well, yeah.
0: Mm. You know, there's some. There is something special about the way Apple kind of integrates, but it is that closed world where um, you're going to need to kind of not hack, but you're really going to need to sort that NAS situation with it in a in a little bit more detail. Certainly, out of the box, the the Asus is probably going to be more familiar in terms of just getting the NAS running. Um, I, I think I think you're probably right. The Asus is 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 where you need to be because they are very good at those mini things. Whether it's their uh, I think they call it a Vivo box or the Revo I haven't seen the, the Revo, but uh the E box is the other the other type. The question is the power, mate. The bottom line is if you're getting the, the Asus, well, you know, what power has it got? Because um it needs to have especially if you're gonna run VLC and stream high def movies, for example, you know, you're gonna yeah, want
1: round, something that's round to the iPads here. Yeah.
0: yeah, you know, you're gonna you're gonna to wanna to really, you know, run some stuff serious on that. So you're going to want some serious... It's all about the processor, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? You need yeah. want to make sure you've got that Intel Core i5, maybe. But I don't know if they're going to pack that into an e-box or a reboot. Yeah,
1: they've got i3s sitting in them at the moment. I've, I've been looking around that option, so it might just be a bit of waiting. But, yeah, I see what you're saying. I was looking at the Mac, in a sense, for the fact that it's going to be quiet. It, oh, yeah. It's, got its, own, it's going to be superbly quiet, like you know, the Apple TV that we've got. is just basically going to eat that. And um,
0: that's uh, six hundred and twenty bucks. Now, the the benefit, the other benefit of the Mac Mini is, it is genuinely uh, like a fully operational Mac computer. I mean, you know, you can spec that thing really nice, uh, mm. and essentially, have you got kids, for example? No, you don't. So, I mean, the, the, you want to think. I always want to think of the afterlife sometimes of these things because um, that 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 thing is going to sit happily for a long time at your at your um, TV. And it's going to basically put on your whatever size TV you've got a full Mac experience. Because you think about the Mac, you've got the little Bluetooth keyboards. Um, you never need anything other than the TV and the Mac Mini, and you can do anything. You could be streaming movies, playing movies, editing movies. So there is a fair advantage to the Mac um, in its kind of core capabilities, which is a pretty pretty useful place to be.
1: I did go and have a bit of a play at the iStore the other day. As I said at the start there, I've never had a Mac computer. I've always been in the PC world being mm. an older bloke. but I've got an iPhone and I thought, well, maybe I could lean over towards that side. So I went and had a bit of a play. And the guys, they're really awesome at the iStore. They're, they're really helpful. I yeah.
0: really know what I mean, you look at the back of the Mac Mini, right? You've got HDMI directly out, so that's a win yeah. because it means it's two cables. Theoretically, um, it's, it's three cables going in the power, your, your wired ethernet and your HDMI and that's finished it's done and and yeah. that's a very neat and tidy solution plus um, you've got an SD card slot which is great for just th- you take some photos on your camera and then just whack them up on the TV and look through them with family um, you're not going to worry about the thunderbolts although although with that thunderbolt um, connection on the Mac mini you could easily um, plug a you know very high powered high-speed uh, drive in there in fact I would encourage you to put your nas near the Mac Mini and have a NAS that runs Thunderbolt so that you're getting a direct Thunderbolt connection to the NAS and then have the NAS on the network itself, if, if that makes sense. It
1: does, absolutely, yeah. Um,
0: because then you're getting full streaming without the, the buffering of, of your network. So that's that's a massive advantage too.
1: Awesome.
0: So oh, well, I, th- I think you've kind of convinced yourself that you, that you want the Mac Mini. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it, it's, yeah, I might go and revisit it and, um, and see what's around. I'm going to get another word with the. They of those other uh, younger kids, those whippersnappers that have got their, uh, their Macs running around everywhere.
0: Yeah, well, there, there's a lot of people. Pa- but you're right. The Mac store, the Apple store people are super helpful um, and there's no kind of advantage to them selling you one. It, it, they don't work on commission. So, you know, well worth uh, revisiting that, mate. So good luck. Let me know what you end up doing, all right? I will. I'll, I'll keep in touch. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, Jeff. Thanks for getting in touch and you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Thank you for listening. This is Your Tech Life. You can get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. You can call one eight hundred one five seven one five seven or tweet me. Just uh, jump on Twitter and say g'day at Trevor Long. Let's go to calls. G'day, Maureen.
4: G'day, Trevor. How are you? I'm excellent.
0: What can I do for you?
4: Right. I bought a new computer
0: mm-hmm.
4: and um, cut it short. It had Windows 8 on it, which I swapped for Windows 7.
0: Okay. When was this, by uh, the way? How long ago? Uh... This year. Okay, right. So I didn't realise you could still roll back and swap for Windows 7. That's good. All right.
4: Yeah. I, yes, I did. Mm. And um, what happened is on my old computer, which I loved, I had um, Sonic, my DVD.
0: Right. A burning program. And,
4: yeah. And I used that and I could put music onto the photos and add other things and text and so forth. Ah,
0: uh, yes. Yeah. So you're making like little um, little, little, movies that, uh, of your photos with music in the background and stuff, yeah?
4: That's right, and I give them to family. Perfect. And um, I can't find anything on this computer that lets me do that.
0: So what were now, you doing? I, that was Win- that was on Windows XP, was it?
4: Windows 7. No, the other one was XP, yeah.
0: Right, so th- with the upgrade, you can't, uh, you can't do that anymore. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Have you tried the Windows Movie Maker? Yes. No good?
4: I did. Not as good as the, the Sonic. It was absolutely perfect.
0: And and so, forgive my obvious question, but you can't get the Sonic anymore? It just doesn't work on Windows 7?
4: No, they don't. They've got it now with the um, Next Creator or Next My DVD, Roxio.
0: Right, yeah. They've been bought by another company, have they?
4: Yeah. Right. Now, I want to buy... The the program. Hmm. I don't want to download it. I want to buy it. Yep. And uh, I was, what I wanted from you was, uh, if you could direct me into another burning program that I could use. So with the same results.
0: So again, what, what, why won't you just buy Roxy on My DVD? I can't. You can't. You can't download it on yeah. the
4: internet. You can download it. I don't want to download it. I want the actual. Thing in my hand, the program in my hand.
0: Right, and I'm I'm just playing devil's devil's advocate here. But why? <laughs> why do you want that program? Because in my hand? I
4: have done in the past downloaded mm. programs mm-hmm. and had a problem with my computer.
0: Yep, and you lost them.
4: And went through hell and high water to try and get it back. Yep. Um, which is very difficult.
0: Yeah, right. Well, I would say to you though that today uh, the way and I buy a lot of software on online. And mm-hmm. your email is is the key to all of those pieces of software. And if you want something physical, the thing that you want to print out, the thing that you want to keep is a printout of the purchase, which has, you know, when you buy a piece of software, there's always that really weird and stupid, complicated code that is your kind of registry key. Yes, 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 yes.
4: That's, <laughs>
2: the,
0: that's the thing that matters. I mean, even if you bought RoxyO at Harvey Norman, if it was available, uh, the only thing that you need to keep out of the box is the sticker I on the buy back.
4: It from I know, but
0: just as an example. <laughs>
4: yes, um, yes, is, I know, I know. is the
0: sticker on the back that has that yep. weird code on it. The rest of it you can just download and, and install. So I think you've been burnt sadly earlier on by by a piece of software. I don't think that that needs to happen in the future if you carefully uh, retain the documents that that relate to the purchase. Especially you're actually yeah, right. probably better off with Roxio because Roxio is a massive company um, who have I would suggest when you buy a piece of software, you automatically kind of get a an account with them, and that account allows you just to log in at any time from any computer, and download the software that you're entitled to own.
4: Yeah, well they've been down, they've been they've been emailing me Roxio. I don't know how come, but they have mm. with um, Mix Creator and a burning programs. I'm um, looking
0: at a thing here called Roxio My DVD Video Lab. It's fifty bucks.
4: Uh, and it, it looks... Where at? Uh,
0: I just... I'm at roxio.com.au.
4: Yeah, well, when I do that, uh-huh. and I think to myself, I'll buy this,
2: uh-huh.
4: and I go into buy, yeah. and I get an American uh, site.
0: Right, you get a an American um, price?
4: Yep. And it goes from $29 to 48
0: so the one I'm looking at is actually sixty nine ninety nine Australian. Yeah, where uh, at? Uh well that's on the Roxyo website and when I'm just clicking on buy, uh yeah no, when I click buy now, it takes me yeah. to a a secure shopping basket for sixty nine ninety nine Australian. So uh, in America. No, no, that's well it's just on I'll, the internet.
4: I'll take, Pardon?
0: Uh I can i se- I'll send you the link. It's it's just an Australian retail price um it may be an american website it's roxio.com it is no but but yeah. you need to understand the the transaction will always happen in america because roxio is a global company but they will charge yeah, you they, 69 dollars yeah. australian and they'll and yeah. the download no matter where you are in the world will come from the same place uh, in america
4: and you're telling me that they don't have an an australian agent
0: when you say Australian agent, what are you looking for? Someone that physically sells it in a shop? Yeah. No.
4: I bought I bought zone alarm uh, internet security, which I uh, loved,
2: uh-huh.
4: and I bought it here in Australia. Yeah. And suddenly, when I wanted to replace it, yeah. the agency had been uh, taken away from them, and the only place I could get it was in. America. And I
0: think, unfortunately, uh, Maureen, for, for pieces of software like you're talking about, there's just it's impossible for them, for them to make money um, shipping boxes to Australian retailers who want a 40% margin and have to buy it up front and probably won't commit to buying it up front because people don't buy software like that anymore. Unfortunately, so this yes. this well, online method is is the way of the future. And as I mm-hmm. said, the protection for you is once you place this order on the website you you simply print out the receipt that you get and the instructions that yes, you Yes, I do
4: that all the time, Trev. I do mm. that all the time, but I mean, whatever I buy.
0: There's definitely... I, I would say to you, for software like this, I think you'd be looking forever for a piece of physical software in a store. I think you need to bite the bullet and go the download, unfortunately, Maureen.
2: Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I Sorry. I feel your pain. <laughs> I
2: forgot what you said.
0: <laughs> I, f- I, feel, I feel your pain. But unfortunately, the world yeah. moves on, right? And 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 it just it. Used, I guess we're, it's probably cheaper this way. If it was a physical box in a store, I guarantee it would be one hundred and twenty bucks, because you yeah, know probably. JB JB Hi-Fi'd want would want their cut, and good on them. They they they're entitled to it. But they also probably wouldn't bother stocking it because they just wouldn't sell enough of them.
4: Yeah, and also, while I've got you on here, yeah, yeah. what what has happened to the internet? Because if I put into Google
2: Mm.
4: exactly what I want. Yep. Why do I not get what I want and I get every other thing? Give me me an example. Um, I want a a green, queen-size bedspread. Right. That's I put it into Google. Yeah. And I get every other thing under creation.
0: (laughs) Because there's some really smart people in the world who um, who target their websites at people who are searching for green queen size bedspreads. Now, but when no, I I don't, type... get,
4: I don't get bedspreads, Trevor.
0: <laughs> but when I I I think you might need to have a look at your um at your results because, and I'll send you this screenshot. I'll do it now. I'll just do it now while I'm looking. When, right. And when you when I email you this, just ignore all the colourful green ticks because that's part of my computer checking these sites are yep. all safe. But yep. when I type green queen size bedspread, I get um, five. Green queen size bedspreads to buy on eBay or Cotton Box.
4: No, I get, yeah, I don't buy. You're yeah, gone. Yeah, buy I get,
0: on eBay, but I, but I know. But I get. If you I, put
4: that into Google,
0: yeah, and I get, I get a whole, whole heap of pictures of them. I get links to a whole why, heap of websites.
4: Why, why am I getting every I, other thing?
0: I think you might perhaps have have something installed on your computer that's directing your your search results to somewhere other than the actual Google. Um, that may be it. Mm-hmm. So it'd be worth checking out. I'll send you this screenshot. If it's not what you're seeing, maybe you can show me a screenshot and, and we'll have a look. But yeah, I, I would say that, you know, the internet changes every day. So you won't get the but same if, results if, every day.
4: Yep. If I if you send me the um the email mm-hmm. I shall send you back
0: your you get. I wanna see what, what you get. Yep, put in what, what I, I
4: want and I'll send it to you if it's not doesn't come up the what should
0: be? Sounds like a plan, Maureen. And you do me a favour and bite the bullet on that internet download?
4: <laughs> oh, sure, right. Good I'll trust
0: you. you. All right, Maureen, good on you. Thanks for getting in touch. <laughs>
4: okay, Trevor,
0: love it. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Thank you for listening, one uh, 800 If you want to get in touch or jump on the Twitter, uh, at Trevor Long. Uh, G'day, Trish. How are you going? Good, what can I do for you?
5: Uh, Trevor, we're looking to um, find out or discover how you block uh, websites. We've oh, got right. some teenage children who manage to, on the school holidays, use a whole gigabyte of data, oh. and the offending website would appear to be YouTube. Oh,
2: wow. <laughs> so,
5: yes, yeah, so my husband and I have been um, trying to find out how it is that we can block just that site. I, I know they do it in schools.
0: How old are the kids? Um, um, 16,
5: 15, 14. How are they going to
0: react when you block YouTube?
5: Oh, they're already outraged. <laughs> they're already in...
0: There's
5: already anarchy over that.
0: How much video must they have been watching? My Lord. Mm,
5: mm, the biggest offender is actually the nine-year-old and his um, South Park...
0: Oh, I was going to called... say, is it Minecraft? But there you go. My son watches a lot of Minecraft videos on YouTube. <laughs> Um, Right, well, what sort of computer have you got? I don't know how to do it on a Mac. Oh, on a Mac? Oh, I can help you beautifully with that. Very easy. Do the kids use their own logins on the computer? No. First thing you've got to do is give them each a login.
5: Okay. So,
0: and I'm not trying to talk down, but I'm just going to talk about how I've done it with my son. Obviously, entirely up to you how you do it, but... Basically, yeah. if you if you go into the system preferences, you know, the little cog and gears on a Mac computer, there's a whole range of things you can do. First thing you want to do is go into users and groups, and you want to create an account for each of the kids. Yeah, currently only mm-hmm. our son has one because the others are too young, but they'll each get their own. But basically, create an account for each of the kids. They each get their password, and frankly, mum and dad should have their own account as well. Just because, you know what, I like my background wallpaper to be this she likes hers to be yeah. that, and it's, it feels really yeah. good. It feels like you've got your own computer. Um, I hear. You. So, that is a good thing, trust me. Um, so, get your own accounts and make sure you and your husband have strong passwords. And your boys, yeah. or your kids, are not allowed to know those passwords. Because those passwords then become the key to the parental controls.
5: Now, the
0: parental controls are located in the same box, System Preferences, next to Users and Groups. It's a yellow icon, like a street sign, with like a parent and a child standing on the street sign. And what you do is you you unlock um, you unlock that part, and then basically for each user, you can set up preferences. Now, I'll be honest with you, but you might, with the greatest respect, you might be past the point of no return with this one. But you can set up (laughs) you can set up time limits. So for, oh, okay. for example, um we have a limit of thirty minutes weekday use and one hour weekend use um the there's a bedtime listed so it prevents access to the computer during specified hours so on school nights it might be between you know six p m and you know you can set up a whole range of really cool things in there so yep. and and as I said, with the teenagers, I don't know how they're going to react to that, but you know my son.
2: Oh. Young, mm-hmm. enough to,
0: young enough that we're, he's learning early, and he knows he's got a time limit. He, he cries some days when the time ends, but you know, that's because he's in, in the throes of Minecraft or something, but he knows full well that it's a trade-off. So we'll say to him, he'll say in the morning, Saturday morning, he's come back from school, from from sport, he's, he's hit a home run at T-ball or something, he'll say, can I play the computer? I'll say, listen, play the computer all you like, but you've only got an hour. So if you do it now, yeah. you, can't, you can't play it before dinner. I recommend we go and kick a footy, or do some homework or whatever, and you do that in the afternoon. So it just becomes a question for him of when he uses that time, right? Mm,
2: yep. So,
0: so that's the first thing is time limits exist. So whether you can get that in across all of them or whether it's just for the nine-year-old. But anyway, <laughs> good luck.
5: Yep, I then, can see that. I've actually just oh, logged you're in now, in there. so I can see I'm I'm in with you. Yeah, I see so the time limit. So crucially,
0: yep. then uh, two two tabs along from that to the left is web, yep. and you can have allow unrestricted access to websites.
5: Try
6: mm-hmm. to
0: limit adult websites automatically, which is I've also it, also useful yep. uh, and when you when you customize that so when you click on so if you adult put adult restrictions in it yep. you know it's got some sites under its belt right it'll it'll just automatically look at things like I don't know uh, playboy or something like that it'll just restrict them but then there's yep. then there's a, the ability for you to allow and disallow. Certain websites. Yeah. So on mine, I can see here on mine. I've I've allowed Mojang, and I think what's that? Oh, that's Minecraft. <laughs> I, I've oh, allowed okay. you know I've allowed Storybird. I've allowed Mathletics. I've allowed certain things. Skylanders.com. Mm-hmm. You know I'm I'm cool with him playing there. But down yeah. the bottom, I can click Never allow these websites, and I can put YouTube dot yeah. com.
5: Okay, so that's all you put in there. That's YouTube all you do. Com.
0: And if you put HTTP youtubecom forward slash forward slash YouTube dot com in there. And then you try and access YouTube, it'll just say "ba boom."
5: Really? Yep. Mm. Okay. And as I look at this, it says I'm a guest user. Is that because I haven't? That's set because you, up you haven't up set the up user actual, accounts. Um,
0: yeah. so, login. So down the bottom, and for 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 people with a Mac, you'll understand, but others just bear with me. Uh, down the bottom <laughs> on the left there of, of the user list, there's a plus and a minus. So you just hit plus, create a new yeah. user account with a with a password. And then you know, create one of those for each, each member of the family. And uh, Bob's your uncle. You can go. You can even restrict the apps that they have access to. So when my son oh, logs in, man, he doesn't man. see Evernote and, and Garage <laughs> Band and all this. He just sees Minecraft, Google Chrome, so he can get on the internet, and Word, PowerPoint, and Excel. Because for some reason, they're teaching seven-year-olds how to use Word, PowerPoint, and Excel. So it's brilliant.
2: Wow. Um,
0: and yeah, you can you can restrict apps that they have access to. Um, yeah, there's a whole stack of stuff you can do in there. So it's really, Fantastic. Really I'm
5: loving the sound of it. Just loving it.
0: And, and to be clear, I'm, I'm a Mac user, so very easy for me to give you that advice. For anyone else mm. listening, it's, it's been a while since I've done it in Windows, but I remember when Windows 7 was first being trialed. So this is several years ago. I remember finding, in fact, I would argue it's a better setup than the Mac. It has like a, if you imagine a, a TV guide across the week, it's just, you know, boxes of, of time in, yep. in, in a grid. You can just tick, box the times that are allowed and the times that aren't. So there's always a way to to restrict your computer for the kids. But most importantly, a restriction will only work if you A never give your kids the password. And B
2: mm-hmm.
0: have a conversation with them beforehand. You know, because it's
2: yeah, yeah, for 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 you. parents
0: of little kids, um, I, I stress this quite heavily, if you just if you just put restrictions in place, they're just gonna not understand it. You talk to them about why it's a lot easier. As I said, for teenagers, I honestly, I don't know how that works. Good luck. I'm not even going to pretend to know. Um,
5: hey, I've got one more question about yeah. that, Trevor, before you go. Is yeah. that computer-specific? So, for example, if the kids have their own um, laptops and yes. so on, mm. it's it's linked to the actual device, not the Every network. computer
0: has that system preferences. Yep. So you've got, right, to, you've okay. got to do that on each computer. So, and, and yep. crucially, uh, there's, well... On, in, in the Mac and Windows software, it doesn't know that, you're, that, that Billy Bob has been using the main family computer and then he goes and uses his laptop. So the time limit can, you know, he, he, can, he can use double the time across two devices. Um, mm-hmm. If you want a more complicated solution that will give you that level access, I'm going to suggest a, a Norton Parental Controls. I think they call it Norton Online Family. but uh, yeah. But I'm not sure it's going to give you everything you're looking for there. Um, mm. but maybe a little bit more no, research like in those. It. But you know, like if you put a one hour restriction on, on the PCs, um, on, on all the PCs, hey crap, the max, maximum they can do is two hours, right? And you're going to see them doing two hours. It's going to be obvious. So, yeah, you
7: know,
0: they, they, they'll work their way around it. And, and critically, you, you've got to never be frustrated by the password. So when they go to websites that might need a password, <coughs> you've got to put your password in. And now. Yeah. I personally get frustrated just putting it in, but you know I'm never going to give Jackson that password because I don't want him to have it. <laughs> you know, um, I hear you.
5: That's
0: that's the key to uh, that's the key to changing the restrictions.
5: Oh, great. Well, that's been really helpful. No
0: worries. Good luck. Hope it all works out for Excellent. you.
5: Excellent. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Trevor. Trish.
0: Good luck, and uh, thanks for getting in touch. You can get in touch as well. Just go to the website eftm.com.au. Your tech life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening, thank you for downloading, this is Your Tech Life, thank you for uh, everything you're doing and uh, thank you for getting in touch with me via Twitter at Trevor Long, via the phone one eight hundred one five seven one five seven, 157 157 or the website eftm.com.au and speaking of Twitter, g'day Colin. How are you going Trevor? Good mate, what can I do for you?
6: Um, I'm just uh, inquiring about Wi-Fi routers, I've got the NDN. Oh, what, what? Just
0: Yes. Who are you with, which uh, retailer did you go with?
6: Um, IINet.
0: And you're in western Australia right
6: yeah
0: they're big over there I mean, they're big everywhere, but they're they're also a West australia company so so it's kind of kind of like a loyalty thing they've bought a lot of West Australian companies too haven't they but um
7: yeah, and
6: great service as well
7: they
0: so. do they have they've got call centers um they've got this thing I was over there in Perth once and I went and visited them they 've got um call centers in different time zones so that basically you know they're always staffed and and they seem like that, they've got a yeah, great bunch right. of people so what um what speed did you get if I can ask
6: um well, I, I currently get anything between thirty bits mm-hmm. and seventy. I've, I've I have I've had
7: eighty.
0: Which 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 plan um, are you on though? Because you, you with oh, the MBN. Oh you oh, really? So you chose the hundred, but yeah. you don't always get a hundred?
6: No. No. Where are you test? The best test- of it I've ever got would be eighty eighty five. Wh where,
0: where are you testing that?
7: Uh, in my house.
0: But physically, like, is it plugged into the NBN router? Like, how are you doing?
6: Oh no, that's 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 via Wi-Fi.
0: Ah, well, there's your problem. So I'm sitting here. Let's. I'm, I'm going to do this for you right now, just to paint the picture. I've got um, I've got the I've got cable internet, a hundred meg, and and the router. Uh, sorry, the modem is kind of at my feet, and it it pumps directly into my Netgear Nighthawk, you know, router here, which is right next to me on the desk. My computer. And I'm talking through this just so everyone understands, you know, these speed tests and how you've got to be cautious knowing what you're getting. My computer is plugged directly into the into the router. So it's it's connected via you know an Ethernet cable into the the, the, the internet directly, essentially. So there's no Wi-Fi at all. Now the the download speed I'm getting literally at this moment while we talk is going up there. It's 103, 105, 107. So that's what I'm getting as download speed. Now, on my mobile phone, and to be clear here, I'm sitting 50 centimetres away from the um, the Nighthawk router. Uh, I'm going to choose the same Telstra server, and then I'm going to do the speed test. On an iPhone 6, which has got wireless AC, so, you know, it should be good speeds, right?
6: That's right. I've got the same.
0: Yeah, so uh, we'll just let it do its ping test here, and wirelessly, wirelessly, I'm only getting 4 meg. Four meg compared to a hundred. Okay. Now, do you know why that is? Because I'm connected to my my base network, and every other device in my house is connected to that of that base network. So I have two um, wireless networks. One of them is the two and a half gigahertz network, and the other ones are five gigahertz network. Now, because um, I don't know my scales, um, the studio mixer here, because every device, our our lights all those things are connected to that base network, the the network operates at the speed of the slowest device on the network. Right? So even if you had 10 devices, nine of which were wireless AC lightning speed stuff, if you have one device that is old and operates on a slow Wi-Fi, it slows everything else down. Now to demonstrate that hopefully here i'm I'm now opening up I've just reconnected to my five g network and there's other devices on that too so i I know, can't be a hundred percent but uh, I'm going to run a speed test here now again and I think I'll get better speeds um, and this is all there is a point to all this trust me <laughs> um, <laughs> it's done its ping and I'm now getting twenty thirty forty you know it's pumping right up now so I'm getting 48, 49, 50 megabit downloads. It's gone up to 70. In fact, 72.43 megabyte downloads. And that's just because I changed the Wi-Fi network that I was on and I'm on a a faster network with faster devices. So for you to do a speed test of your actual internet connection, I want you to get a computer and plug it into your iInet NBN modem with a hardwired cable, and I bet you you get 100 down, and forty up, because the NBN fibre is consistent. It is gonna be a hundred non-stop. Yeah. But your question is not about that. I digressed heavily and just gave you a, a lecture on speeds. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? What was your question in terms of your your home
6: network? Well, it's really for um, because we actually have several devices um, in the house that we like to use it at any given time. Yep. So. Um, uh, I was just really wondering what would be a, a good router.
0: Well, look, I, given that you've got the NBN, given that you have at least one device that I know of, the iPhone 6 that is, you know, super high speed, I yeah. think you need to get a a wireless AC, at least dual-band router. Now, I obviously, you know, Netgear is a sponsor of Two Blokes Talking Tech, and I've, I've used Netgear products for years. And the, the product that I'm looking at here is the Nighthawk X6. Now, this is a... I don't even know, $350 product? So it's not cheap. But what it offers you is three wireless networks in your home. And so that means that your slowest devices can be on one network, your next-level devices can be on another, and perhaps your streaming media boxes or something that needs kind of a consistent and good quality of service can be on another network. And you will get the better speeds from that performance because if you just buy a, a wireless router that does AC so the fastest version of Wi-Fi, it's slowed down by any the slowest, net, slowest device on your network.
6: I'm sort of guessing that um, because I've had the NBN for 18 months, hmm. that the router that I was given is sort of out of date anyway.
0: Yeah, look, um, and and so talk me through the NBN connection. You've got a box on the wall, and then there's an IONet box underneath that kind of thing?
3: Yeah, plugged into that, yeah.
0: Uh, and that's... Essentially exactly what I've got. So with cable, so in, in, in Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane, there's a there's an actual crazy cable that was laid, or not laid, it's hanging four metres above the above the grass, outside the streets, and it runs the Foxtel on it. And what they've done is they've used that for the internet. And so I've got that cable coming in my house, like you've got fibre. Um, I don't have a box on the side of the house like you've got the NBN box, but inside I've got a big pond modem on the floor here. It's literally on the floor at my feet. It has Wi-Fi in it but I disable it because I don't want to use that for Wi-Fi. It's, I want to use the Netgear Nighthawk for Wi-Fi because it's giving me a better consistent network. And so what I would do is disable the Wi-Fi on the Ionet router and then plug a Netgear router into the iOnet router and then everything else that you've got plugs into the Netgear and all your wireless devices plug into the Netgear and you're off and running. Sounds good. And to be clear... There's, uh, you know, Belkin make excellent routers as well. Uh, Linksys, um, off the top of my head, I can't name another one. But, you know, Belkin and Linksys also make excellent routers. You don't need to look for ones that are NBN ready because that's a kind of misnomer because you've already got the modem. You don't need that part. You need yeah. a router, just router. You don't need modem router. You need a, a router. And
6: yeah, I know what
3: you mean. Yep.
0: Tri- tri-band is what Net- Netgear's offering. Dual-band is absolute minimum for you.
7: Okay. All right. All right, well,
0: thank you very much. Thank you for uh, bearing with me, because I think that was actually quite a useful demonstration of how the internet coming into your house may be 100 meg, but within your house, it might not be quite as much. So um,
2: That's well right.
0: worth sorting out your Wi-Fi network, mate. Good on you, and good luck with it. All right. Okay, well, thanks for your help, Trevor. Anytime, mate. You can get in touch as well. Thank you, Colin. Um, go to the website, eftm.com.au.
1: Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your Tech, Tech Life, Life with Trevor Long.
0: Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life as the title says, and uh, you can get in touch, just go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Mark.
6: Yeah, g'day, Trevor. How are you going?
0: Good, buddy. What can I do for you?
6: Uh, look, last week you uh, had a phone call about some headphones, and uh, someone with uh, the ear implant, I'm not 100% sure on how all that stuff works, but I know that there was some dramas with... Um,
0: yeah, it was kind of interesting, it. wasn't it? Um, and I've, I've, I've kind of looked into it a little bit, and essentially, imagine having a metal strap above your head, which is the headphone band, and the, the cochlear, just to remind myself, is is, you know, it looks like a, um, a hearing aid on the back of an ear, but then there's a little kind of cable from the hearing aid that goes basically onto the scalp. And there's a, there's a little metal plate on the scalp, which is what transfers the sound magically into the cochlea and, and creates hearing. And so that thing will, cause it's metal, cause it's actually magnetically attached to the scalp, will just pop off and stick to the headphone, um, because it's a magnet. So, yeah, that's
6: right.
2: Uh, yeah, it's a bit, so of, a, I, um, bit of a pain. I,
6: I DJ, and, um, and, uh, the industry standard is, um, some headphones called the Sennheiser hd 25s Now, these are plastic. Um, so it's a plastic top, it's a plastic everything, and they're all, it's all got interchangeable parts too, so you can make it customize it and do whatever you want with they're it. They're the ones too, with like kind own. of
0: two straps across the top? Yeah. Or?
6: That's right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the cable goes through the two straps, and, uh, these have got incredible bass, um, because I use them to DJ and, Oh, because that There's was right. Joe's,
0: Joe's son was uh, young, but loved his bass.
6: Yeah, exactly. And this, um, you know, I don't, I am not a big fan of the Beats anyway. I prefer the bass on me.
0: Really? Okay. So Sennheiser HD25.
6: Yep, that's the ones that, uh, there. I think, I got mine from uh, JB or something like that for about 400 bucks or something.
0: Yeah, so they're still in that same price range. These are serious headphones.
6: Yeah, these are like I said, industry standard. They weren't actually originally designed as DJ headphones, but then mm. once DJs got a hold of them, they decided it was for them.
0: Yeah, right, no doubt. Well, that is awesome, man. I really appreciate you doing that. And and obviously the only the only thing is you you literally know it's it's plastic. It's it's not metal in the in the in the part over the head, the the band.
6: No, nah, it's plastic because like I said, you can jump on eBay and and grab uh, replaceable the uh, overhead parts if you want to. You know, you can make it yellow, blue, green, whatever.
0: Yeah, cool. Awesome. Well, that's great, mate. I'm going to I'm gonna get Joe back on the line. I'm going to give her the feedback that I've got because it's been excellent from a couple of listeners, including yourself, Mark. Thank you very much for reaching out, mate. I really appreciate it.
6: Awesome. You're very welcome.
0: Good on you, mate. And uh, you can get in touch as well if you've got a question, a comment, a problem with technology, or you've got an answer to someone else's problem because that's uh, that's a great way to do it. You can get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au or call one 800 Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening, thank you for downloading. Get in touch anytime. one eight hundred one five seven one five seven, or jump on the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Sonia.
8: Hi, how you doing? Good,
0: what can I do for you?
8: I'm after a recommendation for a microphone for my PC. So I'm actually doing a Skype audio interview next week Mm. and i just wanted to get into something that's a wee bit more robust than the onboard microphone that's built into my laptop the webcam itself is pretty good it's fine enough quality for what i need day to day um but yeah i'm just after a a better quality audio and something that's going to pick up the voice a bit better
0: yeah now what about the sound what about speakers or headphones What what are you thinking about that
8: um, I'd rather go, for the purpose of this exercise, I'd rather go something like a, a boom mic rather than a headphone set, only because if I do get into some video stuff later on, I don't want to look like Madonna wearing a microphone headset.
0: Yeah, right, okay. It's just, the the thing about, uh, I mean, the computers today are awesome in terms of, uh, you know, removing the, the crossover and duplication, but the best quality audio for the person at the other end uh, will be resulted from some sort of head headset microphone that means that you're getting the, the sound pumped into your ears now the you know logitech do simple microphones you know 50 bucks uh, to stand on the desk um there's one you'll get at apple stores uh which i've got um i use it for my iphone have you got an iphone uh
8: yes i do and amongst the raft of other devices (laughs)
0: um (laughs) iphone 5 or later uh yes so the thing about this microphone uh, i'm just looking for it now it's called the irig uh is that from my memory when i unboxed it uh it has two cables one of them is a lightning cable that goes directly into your phone brilliant like seriously so good for recording audio okay. um and i was sure that the second cable was usb and that means that you plug it into your into your computer and bobs your uncle you you've got yourself sorted with uh um, with sound at a great quality, like very good quality, very good quality. Um, but I, I, I need to check that uh, because it may only have um, uh, the lightning and then uh, like a headphone jack. So
8: I've got a funny feeling that my husband's got an iRig device that he actually uses to plug his electric guitar into the iPad.
0: That's correct, and and you know what it is? It's a little little tube like thing that plugs into the headphone slash microphone plug. Right. and And then it has you know a, a normal you know guitar style amp plug, which you know any old microphone you can buy can then plug into that. I, I'd be looking at that, and then the All other right. thing I'd do is I would get a set of just earbud headphones because then yep. you can run the earbud headphones like down your back, but they're in your ears, they don't look stupid on the on the Skype call, mm-hmm. but they are the best quality audio because they're right in your ears and you won't get any interference. Yeah, that's great. Um, so you know, outside of that, I've got you know a million different microphones. Uh, most of them aren't connected directly to the computer, but um, there's one called the the Blue microphone. Um, have a look at Blue; they've got some really nice products. Um, okay. That that are you know, there's like Procaster, another one from Rode, R O D E, Aussie company. Like the microphones are actually made in Sydney. It's like it blows my mind that they even exist; that they're manufacturing stuff. Here in Australia, but I would I would definitely check out what they've got to offer because Rode. So yeah, I'm just going to their website R O D E. Almost guarantee they've got a thing, and I, I'm pretty sure it used to be called the uh, the Procaster, um, and and it's excellent, like really really good quality. Um, you know, and you're going to pay a premium for any of these you know top level devices. So sure. you're you're not in Sydney, you're in Brisbane, right? Yeah. There are a couple of good Brisbane sound. Um, uh, stores because you know walking in and, and, and actually talking to someone about them that has sound expertise depends you know how important this is to you but the the Rode Podcaster and, and Procaster I'm pretty sure the Podcaster is the USB one um, cracking good microphone and it probably comes with a stand so it'll look really good sitting on the desk ready to go so I reckon your options are Rode, Blue or iRig and that iRig device that you've got might work out um, kind of perfectly to be um, what you need for, um, you know, for, for plugging in any old microphone and, you know, it'll work on your, on your iPhone as well.
8: And get some good sound. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Yeah.
0: But the other thing is, remember, headphones. Honestly, best result, headphones. To get some, get some earbuds with a long cable or get one of those extensions for your headphone cable,
2: yep. what
0: I do is I literally, you loop them over the, over the ear um, and then you run them down your back. And the cord might need to be longer, just so that you can get to the computer or whatever, but it works out really, really well doing it that way.
8: Oh, fantastic. That's great.
0: No worries. Good luck, and uh, good luck with the Skyping.
8: Thanks for your help. No worries.
0: Thank you very much, and uh, you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, (laughs) eftm.com.au. Thank you for listening. This is Your Tech Life. Let's go to calls. G'day, Brad.
7: Good Trevor. How are you?
0: Good, buddy. What can I do for you?
7: Uh, mate, look, I've just recently purchased uh, an iPhone six, which was an upgrade from an iPhone four. I've been waiting for. it You've gone years. from
0: the four to the six. That's massive.
7: Yeah, and it's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, great. Uh,
7: very quick, and I got bought one from a from a wife as well. Hmm. Um, and she had a, an HTC, so I've just brought her over to the Apple. Environment as well, which is good. Yes. Um, but I am having one issue which is sort of spoiling my um, love of all things Apple. <laughs> yes. And that's during the uh, sync to the iTunes.
0: Right. So you you're know, plugging it into your iTunes? Yes. What are you syncing there? You've got music on your iTunes?
7: I've got my whole, I've got the 128 gig phone. So I've got, I can sync my whole music library, which is 8,500 songs, all my photos and everything. Um, as I think right towards the end it says uh, importing photos and then it says um, waiting for changes to be applied Mm. and it seems to be right at the last minutes of the sync before it completes that it it just comes up with a a pop-up saying iTunes has stopped working (coughs) and after that happens, then I find that uh, about 50% of all my songs and music have been greyed out with a yellow circle with a red square in the middle of it. And that and then I can't play that music on that device because it's on the computer and been removed from the actual iPhone.
0: Right. Bloody hell. And okay, I've, now... I've, I've,
7: I've, Googled, I've Googled everywhere and yeah. I, I've tried a lot of things but for the life of me, I just can't get it worked out.
0: Mac or PC, the computer? Uh, PC. Updated the latest version of iTunes? Yes. Well, I'm exhausted. That's it.
7: <laughs> um,
5: <laughs>
0: you know, because really, that, I mean, so, and it's happening to your wife's computer as well?
7: My
0: wife's phone, yes. Yeah, her phone as well. So both, both phones, same library. So it, that, what that does is it kind of narrows it down to being at the computer end. Now, in iTunes itself on your computer, um, have you got like playlists and stuff set up or is it just the repository for your music?
7: Uh, now I've got a few playlists
0: set up as well. Because what I was going to suggest was just get rid of iTunes, um, uninstall it, because your music yep. doesn't live in iTunes. Your music just lives in a folder on your computer. Yep. And and you can reinstall w- iTunes and then try yep. and sync the uh, the music. And, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering whether it needs a, a bit of a clean slate somewhere there. And, you know, maybe it's yeah, because yeah. you come from a four or a six. I don't know. Um, yeah. The, the other... The thing is, and there's another thing, but this doesn't, this doesn't answer the question as to why it's happening. I get that, but I'm just brainstorming here. The other thing that with 8,000 songs in your library, have you joined iTunes Match? No. I highly recommend you do. It's between $35 and $50. I can't remember. It's a, it's a one-year yearly subscription thing. And what happens is Apple basically looks at your iTunes library and puts a tick next to all those songs that you own. And then you own them forever, well, while you've got the subscription, um, yep. and, and they live in the cloud. So okay. what you do is you synchronize your your music remotely. You don't even need iTunes. You don't need a computer anymore. So I haven't plugged my phone into my computer for a couple of years, but the music I need is there. I just download it from the cloud when I need it or when I want to listen to yep. it. And it's a great way to go because you've got a backup. <laughs> if, you, if your computer blows up... Um, uh, even if you've got a hard drive spare, whatever, iTunes has got your list. iTunes has got your library, and you can just get it any time. So that's just just as a by the by, I highly recommend you think about doing that.
7: Yep, I'm um, looking at that. Look yeah. with
0: the syncing thing, is the is the size of the library a problem? How big is the library, and how big is the iPhone? Uh,
7: well, the iPhone's 128 gig, yep. and uh, the library's only. 40, 50 gig or something like that. Right,
0: okay. So there's definitely no space issues going on. What about photos? No, you no, say no you're... I've
7: still got 40 I've still got 40 gig left.
0: You said you were syncing photos as well, did you?
7: Uh, yeah, I've got about 5,000 photos on there. And you're trying 50, to put 90. them on your phone as well? Yes. Why? Yeah, I, I just like having them at hand. <laughs> if you, you know, it depends where you are. You can be, mm. you know, somewhere... Um, you know, it's in a friend's house and want to pull up a, a photo or something, you know, from 2002 yep. and just to have the ability to do that.
0: So again, you're, you're, not, you're not future-proofing yourself here, right? Great idea, but you're buying the biggest phone every time just for that reason. Um, I'll tell you how I do photos. And again, I'm going to get to trying to solve your actual problem, but I'm just trying to help with general concepts and advice as well. Um, yep. I've got every photo from 1999 stored here. Um, it was originally on a computer. Then I moved it to what we call a network-attached storage device, so like a hard drive in the house that anyone can see. But last year, or earlier this year, I uploaded it all to Google's cloud. So I have a Google Drive, or I might recommend, frankly, Dropbox, and you put all your photos in there, and then they have apps that are just beautiful ways of browsing your photos. And, mate, I love it. I can be sitting on my phone anywhere in the world, I open up the Drive, the Google Drive app or Dropbox, whatever it might be, and I go, I've got a folder there called Family Photos. I go to Family Photos, and then I go, oh, okay, 2006. And then we go, right here, 2006. And then I've got a folder for each um, month or day or whatever set of photos. And I go, there we go, there's December 26. And this was, um, you know, Christmas, obviously. And there's Bowen, my mate Bowen, who's come round to visit Jackson because he was born 10 days earlier. And I'm looking at that photo here on my phone. I just downloaded that photo off the cloud,
7: and yeah. it's not—it didn't I,
0: I, not taken up any space on my phone.
7: To, I did try to get um, all my photos and that up on um, iDrive. I
0: Again, I, I love Apple, but but I, it
7: took to like with that size library, and I've only got an upload speed of about 0. 0.4 or something.
2: Yeah, right. It's going to take issue. like
7: four years to <laughs> upload that <laughs> upload that volume of photos.
0: Yeah, and then, look that is going to be the issue, without doubt. Look, all, oh, I still recommend you do it. Um, take your time, because, hey, what's what's to lose? Do do one month, one year every month or something. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But with your other problem, look, I don't... I'm going to say the best solution I can give you is to delete iTunes and start again. You yep. are going to compromise yourself there by losing some things. So let's... Before we do that, let's get an Apple genius to talk to you. I'll, I'll get in touch with Apple... I'll give them your details. They can listen to this call, and we can see whether they can help you uh, more directly. And and maybe you can let me know how you go.
7: Yeah, that would be great. that would be awesome.
0: All right, mate. They've got good people that work for them, Apple, and uh, they, you know, they're very good at helping. And I guess they'll they'll give you whatever advice they can. And and as I say, I've, I'm kind of exhausted, so I'm not sure I can help you any further. So let's get an Apple Genius to get in touch, and Brad, we'll um, we'll go from there, mate.
7: Beautiful. Thank you. Thanks very much, Trevor. Much appreciated.
0: No worries. You stay on the line. I'll get all your details. Thanks for getting in touch, mate.
7: No worries. Thanks, Trevor.
0: And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life
1: with Trevor Long.
0: Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life. Now, we've had a couple of calls already tonight about uh, headphone solutions, and I wanted to get Joe back on the line and uh, and talk to her about those. G'day, Joe. Hello. Now, Joe, uh, a quick reminder your son um, has a cochlear implant, uh, had it since he was two. He's now 19, was it?
3: Yes, that's right.
0: Had a set of Beats headphones and the the damn things because they're metal um, the the cochlea would would literally bump off the head and, and stick to the headphones which is pretty useless for him. So um, I had a couple of callers on this week which very very useful and I'll, I'll send you all these details via email so you know about it. But if he loves the Beats a lot, um, there's a product called Sugru S U G R U and it's this amazing little stuff, uh, Joe, which is like a a putty and and you you putty you can basically mould it over the edge of the headphones perhaps and it it rubberizes it it kind of doesn't go hard but it it uh it cures into a rubbery um like substance so it won't look stupid and it'll feel normal and it could prevent the um the magnet from jumping off so i thought that was a really cool suggestion um yep. if, if i'm completely honest with you the the Bose headphones that i suggested that that would be great i am highly confident having had another look at them i'm highly confident that they are Absolutely perfect for him. Um, they have a small metal hinge above the earpiece, but the um, the actual uh, the actual um, head strap, I, I believe, is either not enough metal or not metal at all that it would work. So, well worth at least going to a store and checking out the Bose QC25s. But the best one yeah. was um, a, a caller just recently, Mark, suggested a, a set of headphones um, from Sennheiser uh, called the HD25. Now, I think this is absolutely the recommendation. HD25 from Sennheiser, they have definitely got plastic straps. Um, Mark is a DJ. He, th- he said they are the best in the business. It's what all the DJs use. Um, and he says they know he knows they're plastic because you can order replacement plastic, you know, head straps on eBay. Um, they're going to be oh, okay. in, in yes. about the same price range, about 400 bucks. And he says their yes. base is awesome. And Mark, being a, a oh. DJ... Um, Reckons they're better than the Beats.
8: Okay, cool. So Sennheiser. What was that?
0: HD twenty five. Sennheiser HD twenty five. Okay, I'll definitely go and check
8: those
0: out. So I mean, I I thought I thought the Bose would be great, but to be honest, Bose, I'll I'll tell you exactly what they said. (laughs) Their response was. it's not that the Bose headphones can't or won't help the caller's son, but as Bose have no medical evidence to support this, um, that they they didn't want to help us out getting you a set to, to play with and at least test. So, not happy to suggest it, but but they don't want to guarantee that it's going to work. And I, I get that, but you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. If if you can get to a to a, a major retail centre soon and, and find somewhere that stocks the the Sennheisers, an absolute winner I reckon the HD twenty five
4: Okay, awesome. Thank you. All right, you. Joe, thank, thank, you you so much. thank
0: you for taking my call as a follow-up. I just wanted to close that off with you, and uh, and hopefully you can find something great for your son.
4: I will.
5: Thank you so much.
0: Good on you, Joe, and uh, and I appreciate everyone's help and advice on that to that issue. Um, I've got lots of emails, and it's really good of you to help and come forward for Joe there. Hopefully uh, her son has some and good headphones very soon. Thanks for listening. Uh, 1-800-157-157 if you've got a question or a comment. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Well, that's a wrap. Um, as I said, lots of great calls there tonight. Um, hopefully, uh, some learnings there for everyone. You know, I mean, it's some tough tough stuff that there. there. Um, uh, you know, Wi-Fi speeds. You've really got to. You've really got to know about that stuff. Um, parental controls. We've got to be talking about that more. So, great to chat. Great, uh, great conversation. Hopefully, you enjoyed the show, and hopefully, you'll get in touch. Go to the website eftm.com.au, dot com. dot au. One eight hundred one five seven one five seven, or jump on Twitter. And uh, follow me, follow at Trevor follow at Your Tech Life, follow at EFTM, because, you know, spread the love, come on. And uh, and say g'day, actually jump on, tweet me, say g'day. I, you know, I get a lot of tweets, but I try really hard to at least read them all and certainly at least jump back a couple of words. Um, so always good to say hello, always good to chat, and you can get in touch anytime. EFTM.com.au. Thanks for listening, thanks for downloading. We'll be back next week.